home. It's where you're supposed to feel the safest. But what happens when your home is turned into a house of horrors? Stranger in the House is a true crime podcast that investigates stories of home invasions, murderous spouses, and all manner of heinous acts committed in the one place you should feel safest. We look at crimes that will make you want to lock your doors and pay close attention to the ones you live with. It will make you ask the questions, what is a stranger? And is there one in my house right now? Listen to Stranger in the House on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts now. New episodes every Thursday. Hi, and welcome to the Watts Family Murders, Unraveling the Tragedy. My name is Jay from Jay is for Justice podcast, and I am your host of the audio-only podcast on air with Jay is for Justice. In this podcast series, we will dive into the chilling events surrounding the deaths of Shanann, Bella, Celeste, and Nico. Join us as we explore the lives of the Watts family before the unimaginable occurred and uncover the heart-wrenching details of how it all unfolded. Shanann Catherine Ruschek was born on January 10th, 1984 in Passaic County, New Jersey. Shanann's parents are Frank Ruschek and Sandra Sandy Ruschek. She has a brother named Frankie William Ruschek. Shanann is described as having a very close relationship to her brother Frankie. Sandy Ruschek. I had fallen asleep. The next morning, I get a phone call and they found Shannon's body. I said, do you want me to identify her on the phone? And he said, yeah, you could do that. And I said, is she beautiful? He said, yes. I said, does she have black hair? And he said, yes. And I said, then you have my daughter. That night, I was laying in bed and I just felt a presence. And I heard my daughter, I felt her and I heard her say, I love you, mommy, and I'm sorry. She told me she was at peace. I finally fell asleep with my daughter at my presence and she slept with me, I just felt her. When Shanann was a little girl, her family moved from New Jersey to Aberdeen, North Carolina, where she grew up. She attended Pinecrest High School in Southern Pines Township. There was an interview on the Ashley Banfield show where one of Shanann's teachers had called and gave an account of a bullied Shanann who didn't have a lot of friends. Shanann wrote a letter to that teacher after graduating, expressing that at that time in her life, he was more of a father figure to her than her own father. You found something after you attended her funeral. Um, you were moving and found a letter that, that Shanann had written to you. And I'm going to read some of the things that she wrote to you. I just wanted you to know that I am going to miss you dearly. You are truly something special to me. You have always been there for me and have been very helpful. You helped bring out the true person in me back in ninth grade, and I can't thank you enough for that. Not only have you been there for me as a friend, 
but you have also been like a father figure to me. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for being a wonderful teacher and friend. I will never forget you. Love always. It's so mind-boggling because she's really truly one of the good ones, one of the amazing ones who really saw hurting people out there. My hope is, honestly, I love what the family's doing, and I want to make sure we highlight that. Um, shine like Shanna Ann. Hashtag shine like Shanna Ann, because that woman, in her light and legacy, she did enough in her short amount of time to affect people's lives for a long time to come, I think. Shanann became Shanann King when she was married to Leonard King from 2002 until 2008. Leonard King was a student and in the military at the time of their marriage. He later became a lawyer and is now remarried. Interestingly enough, his wife was selling Thrive under Shanann, according to Leonard King. They divorced because Shanann spent too much time at work, and they drifted apart, according to Shanann. In later videos on Facebook, she mentioned that her first marriage was volatile and abusive. After her divorce, Shanann built her own home in Charlotte, North Carolina. At this time, she worked for a business called Dirty South Customs. Starting as the office manager, and ending up as part owner, along with Hisham Bedwan. There is a lawsuit against Dirty South Customs and Shanann King and Hisham Bedwan, but details about the lawsuit are not available. Chris Watts grew up in Fayetteville, North Carolina, in a family-oriented Christian Baptist home. Chris's father is Ronnie Watts, and his mother is Cindy Watts. He also has a sister named Jamie. He was a shy, loving, quiet, and well-behaved child, described as the perfect teenager who never rebelled. He attended Pine Forest High School and graduated in May of 2003. Chris Watts never surrounded himself with a lot of friends in high school, and wasn't known to have girlfriends in high school either. Chris then moved to Mooresville, North Carolina, where he attended the NASCAR Technical Institute. Chris went on to work at Mooresville Ford as a service technician. In February of 2010, Chris Watts sent Shanann a friend request, which she initially denied due to not being in a place to befriend any men. However, Chris was persistent and sent another request. At this time, Shanann was facing health challenges and was going through various tests. Chris accompanied her to these tests, and she stated that he was committed to her before being officially committed. Shanann fell in love with Chris after a drive home from a doctor's appointment when she wasn't feeling well. My health challenges happened. Um, I was diagnosed with some um, health challenges and then I met Chris 
I met Chris because of those health challenges. Um, my friend sent me a friend suggestion for him. It was actually his cousin's wife, and um, I deleted it. I was like, I'm not interested. I don't want to meet a guy. Bye-bye. Uh, <laughs> so I deleted her friend suggestion for him. I was diagnosed uh, two months later, and I went through one of the, I would say, darkest times of my life because things just got scarier, um, worse. Um, I thought my life was crumbling underneath me, and I didn't know uh, which way to turn. Uh, I didn't have a lot of friends at the time because a lot of my friends, um, the friends I did have I lost because they didn't understand that I looked perfectly fine and I felt perf uh, horribly inside, um, horribly. I felt um, a lot of discomforts, a lot of aches, a lot of um, bad moods. Um, I met a lot of friends online and in the part where I gave up on everything, I quit my job. It was kind of temporarily, but kind of quit my job uh, of nine years. I just said, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I'm, you, didn't, you don't understand me. You don't understand what's going on in my life. And I quit. And I got a friend, suggestion, friend request from Chris. <laughs> I was in a really, really, really bad place. And I got a friend, friend request from Chris on Facebook. And I was like, what the heck I'm never gonna meet him except well, one thing led to another and eight years later we have two kids we live in Colorado and he's the best thing that has ever happened to me and because of my health challenges because I got so sick I let him in and he only knew me at that time he knew me at my worst and he accepted me and you know, through um, your vows, like through sickness and everything, he's been there. He was the one that let me lay on him and fall asleep for three and a half hours on his lap while he had to pee. Um, he is the best thing that has ever, ever happened to me. Um, I'm telling you, when I met Chris, I pushed him away. I gave every excuse for him to run. I mean, every, I gave him an out every single day. I gave him an out and if you guys know my story with Chris you know I gave him an out I mean he went to my colonoscopy I tortured him I rejected him I I pushed him away time and time and time again but when I canceled dates last minute because that's how life is with my health challenges you cancel things last minute and it's hard for people to get it's hard for me to understand but he stuck around and he stuck around because he was the one for me. And he is amazing. And I can't tell you how wonderful he is. After two years of dating, Chris and Shanann got married on November 3rd, 2012. They moved to Frederick, Colorado and decided to build their first home. Chris, being a mechanic by trade, had been working at Longmont Ford in Longmont, Colorado. He later accepted a position with Anadarko Oil Company. Shanann left her job at the Ford dealership and started working at the Children's Hospital in Aurora in the call center. Shanann was diagnosed with lupus and fibromyalgia during her health struggles. The couple faced financial challenges, 
filing for bankruptcy in June of 2015 with significant debt. They had two daughters, Bella Marie Watts and Celeste Catherine C.C. Watts. Born in December 2013 and July of 2015, respectively. Hey guys. Say hi, Cece. Say hi, Bells. Hi, Bells. No, you gotta say hi. Hi. Hi, dear baby. Okay, come here. Come here. Say hi, Anne. Hi, Anne. Say hi, Christina. Hi, Christina. Say hi, Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. <laughs> Tell Anne thank you for the pumpkin pick, uh, stickers. Shanann became involved in the multi-level marketing company Thrive, promoting its products. It's here! Like seriously! I gotta be quiet because the kids are in bed. They went to bed at 6.30 um, and I made Chris go down to the post office or the mailbox because it said it was delivered and I had to open it. And sure enough, hold on, I'll bring you guys over. You gotta check this out. It's here. Look at all that candy cane! Despite apparent success with Thrive, the Watts faced financial difficulties, including a lawsuit from their homeowners association. Shanann reported sending checks to the wrong address, leading to a court date that was scheduled in August 2018. Shanann was a force of nature. Her passion for health and wellness led her to thrive in the direct sales industry, where she became a successful representative for Lavelle promoting their line of nutritional supplements. Meanwhile, Chris appeared to support her endeavors, often appearing in her social media posts and videos as her loving and supportive husband. Say hi. It's really cool packaging they got too. I like it. It's so good. Like seriously, mint ice cream. Green mint ice cream is exactly what it tastes like. Like amazing. I'm going to actually blend this tomorrow with some ice. It's gonna be a little like treat. Ice cream in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> Except for it's not green, but yeah. it's delicious. It's really, really, really good. Okay, guys. Tomorrow morning, be prepared. I'm gonna go live with cafe and candy cane. Cafe, candy cane. Happy mama right here, because I'm baking tomorrow. You guys saw what I'm baking. Should I tell you guys what I'm baking? Listen, you're going to be at work, so you can't taste test. Who wants to know what I'm baking? A free candy cane lifestyle mix um, individual for whoever can guess what I'm baking. Specific. Mm. Hmm. Chris doesn't even know. I know. Nick Thayer does, but he's not going to tell anybody because um, he can't win. Nobody? No guesses? Nothing? Zilch? Nope. Herb? Mm. You gotta look at my picture. You can get the hint on the picture. You gotta be specific though. Like is it, specific. Is it red velvet something? No, no. It's not about you this year. Cassie, it's so good. Despite their outward appearance of happiness, cracks began to form in their relationship. Reports suggest financial strain and tensions within their marriage, which were compounded by the pressure of raising two young daughters. Bella, and Celeste. 
In our next episode, we will delve into the sequence of events preceding the tragic disappearance of Shanann, Bella, and Celeste, as well as the heart-wrenching aftermath that unfolded in its wake. Check out On Air with Jays for Justice podcast on Apple, Spotify, and any podcast player.